In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And today we are joined by Carolyn Moran Cook, who you guys may already know or follow from Instagram at Carolyn Moran, where she has over 250,000 followers. Carolyn is a content creator, curve model, and started the hashtag properly fitted bra club, where she encourages people daily to feel good about their skin they're in. Welcome. Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's just you, your bio. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Also, a note here is today's your birthday. Yes. What a gift to be here. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. In hindsight, I, I, I realize it's a missed opportunity. I do not have a cocktail in hand right now, but I guess it's a little early for that. <laughs> it's it's almost noon. <laughs> it's almost. It's like, like mimosa time. You can get that going. Yeah. yeah. Anything could be a cocktail if you will it. <laughs> you put a mimosa just in a glass and there's your cocktail. So happy birthday. Thank you. I recently discovered you. I was I've been looking for like mid-sized influencers to follow just because Sammy and I have been talking about like style as it and fashion as it pertains to like self-care and loving yourself and how we have always kind of tried to fit into the smallest sized clothes and and you know we're just kind of sick of that <laughs> we don't want to do that anymore we want to find clothes that fit our bodies and then with that we want to find people who have bodies similar to ours so that when we get the clothes in the mail it's not disappointing <laughs> you know right. so um I want to see what it's supposed to look on me, look like on me, yes. not like on like someone who doesn't look like me. Or look like most people, most women. That's, that's also the key. But so when I, I was just looking, I guess I was looking for in blogs, like, what is a blog anymore? But yeah, blogs. <laughs> and I found you and a few other influencers and I've just absolutely loved your whole vibe. I bought a bra because of you. I I bought, I started shopping at Madewell because of you, literally. <laughs> so, and it's changed my life. So thank you so much. Gosh, well, thank you. I have to tell you. So I've been at this for a while now. My friends and family like really aren't phased much by like any real milestones anymore, except for when you shared me on your story, my friends were like, Oh my God, you're so cool. And I was like, well, thank you for, so thank you for the friend points. And I, that's great. I did gain even more friend points by being on this podcast. <laughs> well, a lot of people responded. This is why we were like, we need to get you on because a lot of people responded. They're like, I love Carolyn. She makes me feel good. Like, so 
Yeah. Mutual love here. (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, so can you tell us about like how it all started? Do you consider yourself like plus, plus size, mid size? Does it matter? Like what's the whole world like? Sure. So I guess we'll, we'll take it back. Yeah. It was a stormy November day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll take it back. To Just like today. <laughs> to today, where it all started on t- today, November 23rd. Um, but actually, so I was a senior in high school, applied, accepted to college. My mom told me to go online and look up some scholarship opportunities um, because I was accepted to a private college and was going to need some financial aid. Instead of doing that, I decided to submit my senior portraits. I know you gals had those, those senior glam shots. Yeah. I- oh my God. Most embarrassing, <laughs> top five most embarrassing photos that exist of me. <laughs> I decided to submit those photos online. Tyra Banks was having a teen plus size modeling competition. So if you were a teenager and you were above a size 12, you were eligible to enter. So I was like, oh, this is like me being funny, like, haha, like I'll just submit my photos. And then the next day I received an email from a producer saying like, you need to submit like the correct images, please. Like not, not your high school photos. And I just thought that was so weird. Like why would they contact me? But long story short, out of like tens of thousands of applications, I was in the top six. They flew my mom and I out to New York it was around like January of my senior year and we filmed in a mini, kind of like a mini America's Next Top Model. I don't know if you remember Tyra, but she had um, a daytime show called The Tyra Show. Yeah, I do kind of remember that. Yeah, so she, it was a very similar format to America's Next Top Model, but since we were all underage, we couldn't be housed together. So instead, (laughs) they just put us up in a hotel with our moms for about a week and we filmed challenges and we competed and we had a photo shoots with Nigel Barker. And that was like my first kind of taste of like reality TV and like the drama. (laughs) Um, And so we were there and I ended up being runner up of the competition. And like my, my 17 year old soul was crushed. I thought like, this is the end. Like there's no future for me. There's no hope for me. So I went to um, college in, you know, in the fall and I actually had a really awful experience in high school with the show being aired. Um, And so I was actually very embarrassed by my experience on the show because it was not taken well amongst my peers. Um, And dare I say, I was pretty severely bullied because of that. So I went to college like feeling so low, so embarrassed and down about it. I didn't want anyone to know and then, of course, you know, someone in the dorms one night, I don't know what happened, but they found a YouTube video, which has since been deleted somehow of like, it was a fan who like put together a compilation of like all my moments on the show. <laughs> and and it was, everyone was like, oh my God, you're a model. Like, well, this is so cool. And I was just mortified. Like I was just, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. But for whatever reason, I was completely embraced in college and um, people, you know, thought it was cool. So I was like, all right, we're going with that. You play soccer. I had a moment with Tyra Banks. Like, we're just going to like. <laughs> That's interesting, though, that in high school, it was poorly received. And in college, I mean, it makes sense when yeah. people say like, oh, you'll be 
for me, at least for me, like you'll be cooler in college than in high school. (laughs) But, but that's interesting. Yes. So I went to Clarkson University, which is the furthest north point of New York State. So a lot of people think Buffalo is upstate, which is where I'm from. But Potsdam, New York, it is like the the far north you can get. And it's like rural, rural, rural. So it's not fashion capital of the world to pursue modeling whatsoever. But somehow I was, you know, the school completely embraced me. I would travel, drive two hours to an airport, and I made it work. And my sophomore year of college, I was signed with an agency and I was working out of New York and Philly and just kind of like seeing what would happen. So my senior year came around, all my friends were accepting jobs, Fortune 500 companies. And I thought, well, that's what I should be doing. That's all what all my friends are doing. But deep down, I never really gave modeling a full fair shot because I was really doing it part time because I was a student. So at the last second, I turned down a contract for a, a normal nine to five and decided to pursue modeling full-time. So I moved back home to Buffalo where the airport was seven minutes from my house. So I was like, okay, at least that's a little bit less of a commute in that time of flying back and forth, met a guy (laughs) who is now my husband. Um, So that's kind of kept me in Buffalo, but I I would just kind of make it work flying back and forth. Um, Up until COVID, really, I was flying once a week to work for modeling jobs, and then it became the content creation side. So two years post-grad, I went out to LA for an opportunity. And the first question they asked me was, how many followers do you have? This was 2016, I believe. And I stood up all proud. And I was like, I have 10,000 followers. (laughs) And he like, he like looked at me up and down. And he was like, you better step it up, honey. (laughs) <laughs> that's like actually that was a quote yes. my husband like hates when I tell the story because he's like your attitude and like their inflection is so annoying but that's what happened and I was like but for me that was such a oh moment where it was like okay like that was such a pivotal moment for me where it's like what what is Instagram what is social media why does it matter to have a following and the modeling industry has gone through a lot of trends in, in the decade now that I've been a part of it. And, and for a while, it was that you had to have a huge audience. And so all the models I knew that had huge audience were, were posting sexy, gorgeous, glamorous photos. And I was like, like, sure, like I, I could do that. But like, what do I really want to be posting and putting out there online? And so that's when I kind of took a deep dive into who do I want to be online? What do I want to put out there? What do I know to put out there? And really at the time, all I knew was things that I learned as a model. So fashion tips, undergarment tips. And that's kind of how I I started building those pillars of my business. But before I forget, I know you said plus size. So the term plus size, plus size models, really, this might blow your mind a little bit. So plus size modeling starts at a size six. Okay. So (laughs) sorry, that sounded like a (laughs) punchline. But also sounds accurate. Yeah. So when you think about it. But right. If you go back, I mean, 10 years ago, there really weren't that many plus size models out there or fuller figured models. So 
over the years, the term plus has become a really dirty word. People, oh, you're not plus. But for me, I, I take it as a badge of honor. I'm, I'm proud to represent curvy women, whatever you want to call me, curvy, full figure, plus size. True plus sizes begin at a size 14, in my opinion. And I'm the beginning of that. So I am the, the smallest segment of plus size women. And for me, I'm proud of that. There's no shame in that game. But there are a lot of people that get offended when I, call, when I identify myself as a plus-size model. I'm like, it, it's not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. <laughs> I'm wondering, so, I mean, how is your relationship with your body in general? Excellent question. So, you know, <laughs> I really struggled with my body. I, I have the earliest memories of like third grade being on the bus and just like, sitting next to my friend and seeing how big my thigh was compared to theirs. Like I just like, I have that memory too. <laughs> and you know, I, 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 it's so interesting because for me, I was always the biggest girl. I remember like throwing a party when like in 10th grade, the boys became taller than me. Like I was just always the biggest and always like, you know, and it, it held me back a lot. I loved to dance. I loved dance class, but I was always in the back because I was tallest and I was like, you know what? I deserve to be a star. Like I want to be front and center. And so I quit. I was like, you know what? If I can't, if I can't have the time to shine, then, you know, that I don't want to, I don't want that life. And so I guess I started to really be able to appreciate my body when I was started to be paid for it, which is real, which is, which creates a whole new set of issues. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> because then yeah. your self-worth gets put into, you know, whether you're hired or fired for a job because that's, you're being hired and fired based off your looks and your looks alone. So it's been a blessing and a curse because in one way I've become confident in things in my body that I normally probably wouldn't have, but it's also made me super aware of things that maybe I, I wasn't necessarily insecure about, which now I'm being told you need to tone your tummy girlfriend, or you need to do this. You need to change that. And so it kind of created new insecurities, but then also helped get rid of other ones. So it's been, it's a journey. Truly. I like to say it's, it's a journey, not a destination. I really thought I was going to wake up one day and be confident. And like, that was it. I, I genuinely thought that I really did. So that's not happening. Okay. <laughs> but you were confident enough to apply to the at one point apply to the Tyra Banks thing I feel like most girls just wouldn't do that that that, that you hearing that makes me like afraid <laughs> for my like so it's kind of like you know I, I'm part of my I guess secret success is like fake it till you make it like I thought I was being funny like oh haha like no way that right. they would actually call me right you know and it's like, okay, maybe if I stand up tall and like pretend that I'm confident that it'll appear as confident, but deep inside, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, this is crazy. But it's something I work at every single day. I mean, I, I really wish you could just turn it on and just be done and not have to worry, but it's a grind. <laughs> right. So I think one of the things that I and Aileen and listeners of this podcast kind of are always just folk trying to figure out is like, how to actively work on getting that confidence because you said, Oh, like, I think I'll get there one day, but you never really get there. But obviously it's like a progressive thing. You, you become more confident and you have your setbacks and whatever, but do you ever actively do things and like 
to work on your confidence and what do you do? Absolutely. I, I really think it's a, a combination of a little baby daily steps. So one thing that has helped me a lot is by surrounding myself with people and um, whether it's on social media or in real life with things that lift me up and inspire me. Another thing that I've done for the past six years that has helped me tremendously is therapy. And I highly, highly suggest anyone who is even considering it to, to, to go down that road. It's, it's helped me create a better sense of self and self-awareness. Um, and also with that, I've learned like, would you talk to a first grader the way that you talk to yourself? And like, that's something that like I, I have in my head a lot. Like, would you talk to like little seven-year-old Carolyn like that? No, that's something that helps. And I, and I do believe in positive affirmations and just, you know, sometimes like, the hard, I think I read this from Ashley Graham, who's been a, a pioneer in the curvy plus size space. And her thing was look at yourself in the mirror and say five nice things about yourself, like make eye contact and look at yourself. And that is really freaking hard to do. I mean, oh gosh, like I am beautiful. Like looking at yourself and, and just like, and like letting that sit in. And I, and I think Ashley Graham's, she has, I am bold. I am brilliant. Um, I forget her last one, but I was like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll try that. And the more <laughs> you say it, the, it, it gets easier to say. It's it's also like one thing you have to believe it to yeah. like, it takes, a, it's one thing to say it, but then you're like, eh, whatever, it's yeah. just a word. But over right. time, I'm sure that's why it's an affirmation. Yeah. The whole point is to one day believe it. You don't have to believe it the first time you say it. Sometimes I wonder if it helps to be a little less broad, like, like I saying I am beautiful, like that is a big statement. Like think about <laughs> who you think about when you when you say the word beautiful. You're like, ah, like the most beautiful person ever. Like maybe just start it like I have really nice eyelashes. Yeah. Like they yeah. they, you know, maybe I have really nice eyebrows. Like I like my lips. Like and then just like maybe that like focusing on the things about yourself that you do like might make it like slightly like just dive in to dip a toe in things you like about yourself. Rather than like, I'm hot shit, you know? <laughs> My first one would be like, I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, but like, I think, I think the issue is starting too broad. Yeah. Like, yeah. like starts like, like the, like when you try to look at yourself as a whole person, like yes. the truth yes. is we all have flaws. Yes. So you're more likely to focus on them. But if instead you're like, okay, I'm not going to focus on like the whole thing. I'm just going to focus on like, I don't know the opposite of what they did in Mean Girls. Like my nail beds suck. Like, <laughs> do my nail beds are amazing. Like I have really beautiful nails that make my hands look long, like my fingers or I don't know. So you know, true, though. I feel like one of my first ones was like, your hormonal acne is not that bad this month. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think also not just focusing on um, physical things yes. like... I am successful this month. It also can be tailored specifically to a time frame, but like I can have a conversation with people, with most people. Like I think even just kind of thinking broadly and comparing to other people that you might know that you have may feel like you might have a one up, um, right. not just about what you look like. I'm going to do that today. So thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go look in the mirror after. Like, yeah, gotta go I won't put it on Instagram. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. 
Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. So I have a question. When you were talking about modeling earlier, I mean, I know on your Instagram, you do fit modeling for undergarment companies like bras and stuff. So have you always been comfortable, talking about confidence, have you always been comfortable kind of like standing in front of people or a camera in your bra and underwear? So no, short answer. Long answer. <laughs> one. So one of my first jobs, uh, it's still some, one of my clients today, literally standing in a boardroom with sheer bra, sheer undies. And you're just like, it's all like out to play. Like you are just (laughs) there. And so for my coping mechanism for getting through that, because it was like so awkward one that I had, like, I really was still kind of coming into my own with my body and realizing that I was being hired because they liked the way I look. My way of coping was listening in on the business meetings and focusing on that. And so my time there, I learned so much about fit and so much about how undergarments are supposed to fit. And this was kind of through the time where I was still building my audience and building my platform. And that's kind of how I like (laughs) got through that time. And now I'm definitely more confident. I mean, of course, you're like, oh man, it probably... Not, not the best day to be hanging in my undies, but at this point, I'm like, you know what? They've seen it all. So I, I've, <laughs> I've gotten more comfortable. I think the repetition for sure um, has helped. But learning all these things is when I started, I was like, well, I, I learned this. Might as well share it if it helps me. Because I think I was wearing like a 40D before um, I started working with this client. And now I'm a 34G, which is like huge difference, huge difference. I'll show you my boobs if you want to see them. It's just like night and it just a properly fitting bra is truly life changing. And I, so I started this segment on my um, Instagram called try on confidentials where I would, I tried to give like a more elevated, sophisticated helpful approach to try-ons where it's not just like, this is cute. It's more of like, this is how it fits. If you want to style it, you can do X, Y, and Z. If you if you run this way, like I tried to give like a lot more example and like depth to it. 
in one week I was traveling so much for modeling that I like forgot to place an order for a try on. So I was like, well, let me just scrounge and grab some undergarments. And I did one about undergarments and like undergarment solutions. So like trying on shapewear, trying on bras and like today that was like to date, that was my most um, successful post. And it was so funny because it was like just brought together at the last second where I normally would spend a week preparing for these try-ons. And I realized, okay, like maybe there's something here and there's not really anyone talking about properly fitting undergarments. So that's kind of how I started talking about it, becoming more comfortable with talking about it because all of a sudden I had all this knowledge that I was called an <laughs> expert, which I still kind of laugh at because I'm, I'm just like an average gal figuring it out alongside the rest of us. But, um, and people would start messaging me. Like I went and I got properly fitted for a bra and I would say like, welcome to the club. Like once you know, you know, and it's, it's truly a game changer. Um, and so that's kind of how it started. And actually, I'll tell you this, my family and close friends, I've never posted this before. My family and close friends, they call me the bra bitch because <laughs> when, they, when they see me in person or if they know they're going to see me, they know like I'm going to go down that shirt and see what's going on down there. And if it doesn't fit, we're going to do something about that. So I've gotten this name for myself. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, so how did you go from the 40G to the 34? So did you say F? Yeah, 34G. Yeah. So it was through this lingerie client. They they fitted me properly in, in the undergarment. And I learned like where, how everything's supposed to fit. So like three quick tips for people who are listening to know whether or not your bras are fitting. The first thing is you can take your thumb and you can see is that center wire fitting flat on your chest? No. I'm not wearing a wire. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. When I have bad posture or when I have good posture? Both. Okay. It's not. No. I, mean, I don't have a wire, but <laughs> I'm not the whole thing wire. is just, the whole thing is just not fitting. I know my bra is not fitting. So your thumb, wait, say it again. Your thumb has to what? So put your thumb in between your chest and see if that center wire is laying flat. That's called tacking. If you're, that center wire is tacking in between your breast tissue. Okay. It needs to tack. It needs to tack. Okay. Second thing is you want to check that side wire and make sure it's sitting behind all your breast tissue, not on top of it. So that, that's the, that's the second one. The third one is you want that band to be snug and parallel to the floor. Oh, like it doesn't go up like in a lot of, uh, yeah. So yeah. Most people don't realize is that that's where all your lift and support is coming from that band. The straps are just there to hang for a good time. They're not real. They're not there to do anything. They're just along for the ride. There's a real support comes from underneath that, that band. So most people are wearing too big of a band. And so when you're wearing too big of a band, then, you know, you're, 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 adjusting your, your, your straps are falling. It's just, it's annoying. And if you think about your bra during the day, it doesn't fit. But then what if it's the, you, I think people get bigger bands cause they don't want to think about like Correct. the constriction Correct. across your whole body. It's definitely something to get used to. I, I will acknowledge that wholeheartedly. And it, you definitely, it definitely takes time to adjust to that. Um, and also with proper care and washing, you kind of like break them in, if that makes sense. Um, and so to Sammy's point, wireless bras, the rules are totally different. So keep that. What up. are the rules? 
So when you don't have a wire, when you forego a wire, you forego separation. So there's really nothing keeping you separate, right? Separation of the two boobs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so well, separation of boob and boob. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there are, I mean, trust me, I love a good wire free option, especially from like, you know, lounging, hanging around. But though so that the rules are different for wire free. And there are a bunch of different scenarios where wire free is necessary for people. And I think it's great to have those options. But I will say in the beginning of quarantine, I was like, you know what? Who needs bras? And then I started to realize when I'm sitting at my computer all day, my posture stinks, my neck hurts. And like, it, it just like, it's not comfortable. When you're full busted, you need support. Um, and it, it's truly like, even when I'm not going anywhere or doing anything, I like don't have real pants on. I still throw a bra on for at least a good chunk of the day just because I feel better. I feel better in my clothes. My clothes fit so much nicer. Um, and I, and, and that itself like creates a ripple effect. Like, okay, your bra fits, you feel good. You put on your clothes. Ooh, you feel good. You take on the day with like a little pep in your step. And then that like ricochets into so many other aspects of your life. You know how like bras get a bad rap and everyone's like, I just want to take off my bra. Maybe the reason they don't feel the way you do where the bra actually is additive because they're wearing the wrong bra or badly fitting bras. Wait, I just have a question. What what size did you say you went from? I was 40D to a 34G. Okay, so a smaller band but a bigger cup. Yes, and which is like very, very common. Most people do that. Okay. So that's the way you kind of like figure out what fits better because I always, I never know what I've gotten fitted for bras a million times. I don't also, I feel like when I first get them, they're more comfortable and then maybe my posture or something kind of like, or maybe the way I wash them goes wrong. Like what, (laughs) what's that about? So another thing to keep in mind is like, there are only so many retailers that are fit focused. Um, so a lot of stores and brands really don't know what they're selling. The fitters don't really, I actually did this little expose about a year ago. I went undercover in a baseball hat, my, <laughs> my local mall. And I went to Victoria's Secret. I went to Cacique and I went to Soma and I, and I went in for a bra fitting just to like, see what would happen. And I did a YouTube video on it and like, it was nuts. And I, I honestly wanted to cry because it's just, it made me feel so bad because like, this is what eight out of 10 women are dealing with. Like they go in, they feel terrible. They literally put me in a 36 C. <laughs> I was like, I had quadra boobs. I had like back boobs. Like there was just like, there was a lot going on. So if those places don't have the right approaches for fitting how how do you get the right fit where do you go can you do it at home so great question so nordstrom generally is is a great place for fittings right now i know they're doing contactless fittings at many nordstrom stores also local specialty shops and now more than ever it's so important to support small businesses there are probably a bunch of local shops that you would never even heard of. All you have to do is do a quick Google search of your area and a local specialty shop and something will come up. I also created the properly fitting bra club on Facebook as a resource. People kind of send in their 
suggestions of where to go, where to look at the pedagogy experience. I will say you can take your measurements all day. You and I could have the same measurements on paper, but have completely different needs when it comes to bras. We could have different density. We could have just different shapes. So measurements are a great starting points if you wanted to measure yourself at home, but don't just measure and just think, okay, I, I'm good. I have it figured out. It's it's truly a trial and error process because it is a professional skill. So you can't just like willy nilly like, okay, I'm just going to order and, and hope for the best. Like if you are committed to doing it at home, <laughs> just just acknowledge that it might you might not get it right on the first try. Okay, that's helpful. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So once you have a sense of a bra that fits you and you're feeling good in the thing that you found that works for you, 
how do you build on that? Like you said, there's a ripple effect on the way you feel about your other clothes. So like, how do you go about, I guess, like feeling yourself in like a style or clothes that, you know, aren't built for tiny people? Sure. So to add to that, I will say undergarments, consider them like the foundation of your wardrobe because it can make an expensive outfit look real cheap in no time. You will see like, you know, women carrying designer bags, but like they have like a quadra boob going on and like, just like things aren't looking right. So I will say, I will always be an advocate for investing in your undergarments. When it comes to sizing and clothes, to be honest, my, like the smallest I ever really remember being was like a size 12 in maybe eighth grade. And so I'm a, I'm a full 14 now. So I've really like been this way <laughs> my whole like adult and like late adolescence, I guess. So I've kind of just gotten used to that number. And just for me, instead of focusing on, oh, I wish I was, you know, an X number, let me, let me focus and find things that fit me well right now. And I think definitely my experience as a model has helped shape that. Like, okay, like being exposed to different silhouettes and different body types and the fact that I was there in the first place because I fit the clothes well. That kind of helped with a little bit of like, okay, I must be here for some reason. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm looking and feeling okay in this, like maybe someone else who has similar shapes and measurements will feel a little bit better if I share that. And so like, that's kind of how I started. It's really like the blind leading the blind here. Um, (laughs) But that's really how how it started. And it kind of makes me sad because I'll receive messages like seeing someone own, you know, their curves in a pair of jeans. I'm like, guys, like this is not groundbreaking. Like I am not a hero. Like I'm really not doing anything that spectacular. Like I'm just being wearing a cute outfit in my skin. Like, and you can too. (laughs) Like it's not, it's, I guess it, it is hard, but it, it shouldn't be, you know? Right. It shouldn't be. But what does it say about how things are that those are the messages you're getting? I mean, I think from, I think from our perspective, we're two people who are like yo-yo dieters. So our whole lives were going up and down and up and down. And it's like always, uh, I will fit into that. Or like the days that I do fit into those things are like the only, like the only time I'm happy with, with what I'm wearing. Eileen's laughing because I feel like she's just like, yeah. It's true. It's true. I'm right. it's <laughs> funny because it's true. So true. Yeah, no. So, yeah. I mean, so, but I think something that like, at least we've been working on now is like, how can we be happy when we're not on the bottom part of the yo-yo, which is like really ultimately not healthy for us? I think it comes down to recognizing and realizing that you are worthy and deserve to feel good in your skin today. not. In 10 pounds from now, maybe if you gain a couple pounds from now, no matter what your situation is, you deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel good in your clothes, period. That's it. And I think realizing that, like, you are worthy of confidence at any phase of your life. That, I think, is is helpful. Uh, Yeah, I've also come to realize that like no one knows the size of your clothes. They know when it doesn't fit right. (laughs) 
Like, so if you get something that fits, maybe it would even, you would achieve the look you want in a size that's smaller. You know what I mean? Because it looks like it fits. And also I've, I mean, we've said this time and again, like all sizes are so arbitrary. They're created by a person. It's not like a universal guide sent down from above. It's created by a person. And it's just, it's, it doesn't say anything about you. Absolutely. And uh, to add to that, I mean, even as a 14, pretty much consistently my entire adult life, I've fluctuated and still, but I've worn everything from a medium to a 2X like being a 14. So like right. there's really, it's like the wild, wild west of sizing. And I will say something that has been helpful too for some women is if the size really bothers you, cut that tag out, cut it out. If, right. if, if, if you're, you're the only one that sees it and if it bothers you right. that much, cut it out. And that way when you put them on, you're like, okay, well, you know what? These fit, these feel amazing. And I'm going to take on the day because damn, I look good. And it doesn't matter what, what that number is on the inside. I might do that. So, <laughs> so Carolyn, where should we shop? Like to, yeah, what take, should we buy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like I got, like what should be items or places that we should shop that will just be comfortable and cute. Shameless plug for the undergarments again. I'm telling you good undergarments will, will set the foundation of your wardrobe. That will always be because people ask, Oh, what's an ideal capsule collection? good undergarments. Second, good ass pair of jeans. Like you just, you know, when you put those jeans on, I know jeans are really like, they've really lost some steam in 2020, but in a normal world, jeans are such a good thing to have in your wardrobe for so many different activities and reasons. Personally, I love a good blazer. I feel like throwing that on, that gives me like an instant boost. I'm a big, I'm a big dress and jumpsuit gal. I mean, I'm probably the worst person to ask when you ask about capsule collections. That's just like, it's like, why do you make me choose? I need, I need all the options. No, you can, we don't have like a limit to the size of the capsule collections. Yeah. Dresses, jumpsuits. I'm like a low key jumpsuit queen. Same. I love jumpsuits. Yes. Like it, I will say it's a, it's a, it's a challenge to find ones that fit well and right. I know it can be tricky if you're long torso, short torso. But if you find one, it's like, oof. you know what I've actually been really into in the queue? Um, <laughs> comfort jumpsuits, like ones that are just like um, sweatpant jumpsuits, just like onesie kind of, but like a little more chic. Very into that. I don't really know. I, oh, got to have like your plain white t-shirt, like your basics. Yeah, I asked you actually, I, I want to like buy some basics, like where can, to get some uh, white t-shirts. Also, it's okay. So I, I have all these t-shirts, but I wear like shitty bras. So I bought yeah. a nice bra and I put on the same t-shirt. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. It's <laughs> what well, I don't look like a square. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't, it looks different now. <laughs> Things are looking up. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing too. A lot of people will say like, I got a new bra and my friends told me I, I look like I lost 20 pounds. I'm like, like you do, it just like, it just sets like, you know what it's like when you, when you're painting your nails and you don't like put a top coat on or you're painting like, and you like scratch it, but then you keep painting on top of it and just yeah. like junk. <laughs> yeah. That's, like that's what like getting dressed is. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a great analogy. 
So, you know, another thing, and I'm sure like my mother would be like, I told you this a thousand times when you were a child, but caring for your clothes, I feel like also really helps. So I have to tell you, whenever I post about bra washing, I get so much heat. Like people get very angry when I tell them to wash their bras. Why? Because I mean, no judgments. Like I'm a scumbag at heart. (laughs) So mad when I say like, you're technically, you're supposed to wash your bra every or every other wear. I know. That's crazy. I'm sorry. And again, <laughs> another another great punchline. Punchments <laughs> because I, I never washed. I never knew that. But the reasoning makes sense. Do you do that? I do because I, I'm a bra bitch now and I have a drawer full of bras that I only wear once and then wash them. So I'm. Do you wash do you them hand? by hand? Yeah. I was about to no, say. No, no, no. So, and this is another hot topic too. People will come out of the woodwork and tell me like, how, I'm like, look, as long as you're washing them, I feel like it's good. However, it's important to wash them with a fabric care wash that's made for delicates. So consider your bras, like your face and like your skin, your oils, the dirt and debris that you get on them for the day. The bra absorbs all that like pores. Okay. And so when it sounds good, and you sweat (laughs) and you also sweat under your boobs. Yes. (laughs) What? There's just BO. I mean like all the things, right? So when you're washing them that it's kind of acts like a Biore strip where it just kind of like takes everything out and cleans it. And it kind of essentially helps break them in and it makes them last longer. And people don't realize that because like, Oh, my bras only lasted four months. Well, how many times did you wash it? Once. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. I guess that's interesting because I always thought like washing them extra would make them last, last like shorter. Right. Very, very common misconception. And and do you wash them in like a bag separately? Yes. So technically you could, (laughs) yes. So you could wash them in a delicate bag and then throw them in with other delicates with the fabric hair wash. I personally love forever new great, great brand, but they, this is embarrassing. I do laundry like once every three weeks just because how many bras do you have? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll send you a pic. A lot. The big thing is I'll do one huge load of bras and underwear. And the big thing to do that, if you're not going to put them in a lingerie bag, is you want to hook them closed so that they don't get snagged on each other and rip and tear, like if there's lace or whatever. That's a pro tip that I learned the hard way. But if you are going to wash like on a smaller scale on a more like reasonable adult, like a normal person would like once a week or something like that, even, you know, I'll take, I'll take two wears. Two wears is like, fine. I'll wear bras twice. Ease, ease ourselves in. Yes. Ease it in just like maybe like once a week. But so that, that goes back to like having a good bra wardrobe where like ideally you want to have like five to seven bras so you can rotate them and not wear. So even if you are wearing like the similar bras every day buy two of the same so that you can at least give them a, a break in between so when you're wearing down those fabrics they don't last as long i know what i'm buying this black friday <laughs> where i'm putting all my yeah. money and that's another thing too is like there are some great fit focused brands that you don't have to spend tons and tons of money but there there is a big difference in the fabrics and the quality of the fabrics that you'll get from some brands over can you share some of those brands is that yeah i'm happy to yeah so Another thing too that people like, how, how do I know if a brand is fit focused? Well, go on their Instagram and see the models or the things that they're posting. 
do the bras fit those models? Do the bras fit those influencers that they're working with? That's like my biggest pet peeve that I've been seeing a lot of online. These bra brands are taking over the market and they're partnering with people that they don't, they don't give a shit about fit, which is like where the bra bitch comes in. Like I get really like heated and like angry about this because there's such a lack of education. So a couple of my favorite brands, I love Alomi. So Alomi is made for fuller figure, fuller busts. So I think they start at a 34 band. They're, they're in the same family as Fantasy, Freya, and then separately. So really, I prefer a lot of UK brands. Panache is a great brand that's very fit-focused. And then Wacol, that, that was probably one that like a lot of people are probably excuse me more familiar with. And they do a lot of fit-focused, fit-centric events that like are easily accessible and they're a good price point, especially for people who are younger or older or whatever. Those are a few of my favorites. How do you know if, when you look on the Instagram, if the bras fit the influencers? I I know we're going like really back to like the ABCs here, but like, yeah. So look and see, is that center wire fitting in between flat between their chests? So is it- Center wire test. Center wire tacking. Is it it tacking? And do you see all this spillage? Like, do you, you know, when you see like, a lot of cleavage, like there are, there are ways to get cleavage with, a, with still having a proper fit. So if you're seeing like a lot of, um, the center wire isn't flat and you're just seeing like that cleavage line, that means that the bra is too small and, or the band is too big. Huh. So that's, that's a way, or if they turn to the side and you're seeing like a lot of extra little fluff up here. On the top, right? Yeah. That quadra boob. That's really like, Sam, are you stalking influencers to see if they're moved right now? Am I stalking bra brands right now? Yeah, I'm literally. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to see, like, do I see the, the center wire test? Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Maybe after after the podcast, you can like send us a list that sure. we can share with our listeners sure. of where 
people can start to shop if they want to revamp their bra drawer. If, if there's maybe like one thing that you want people to take away outside of outside of the bra world, maybe in terms of like how to how do you even start to shop for yourself if you know that you look in your closet and you're like nothing, this isn't good. So do you recommend jeans? Where, where, can, where should somebody start? Honestly, I think one of the most, I'm a very, I'm a visual learner. I like to see and like Me too. try to replicate it. So I look to, I mean, what a gift we have of the, you know, the influencers get a bad rep, but I think there are a lot of people out there that are able to show what things look like on different body types. And I recognize I'm not going to be everyone's flavor and that's okay, but find someone that looks like you and see how things fit and see if you can kind of replicate or even shop through their blog or links or whatever and, and start there. Another thing that I like to do is I like to look at Pinterest. Let's say I get a black blazer and I'm like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to style this black blazer? I go, on, I go online or I go on Pinterest and I search black blazer outfits. And that's kind of how I start to get some of my ideas. I'm like, okay, you know, a lot of things I'm seeing aren't, aren't maybe necessarily relatable to my body type, but let me, let me, let me play. Let me see how it's going to work. And I think recognizing that it's, it's a trial and error process. Like most things are. Um, and it's okay if it doesn't fit on the first time. It's so funny. I've started to share like, when things fail and I'm like Mm -hmm. so used to it. Like it's, it's like nothing to me now, but I didn't realize how powerful that is. Like acknowledging that, like we all have like fit fails sometimes, you know, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Most (laughs) times. And that's okay. And that's totally normal. And we'll be like, okay, doesn't fit. Let's have a laugh about it and move on to the next, you know? Right. And it's not your fault if it doesn't fit. Yes. It's not your fault because there are so many, as you said before, there's so many different sizing charts. Everyone's like on a different planet when it comes to small, medium, triple XL, like whatever. And the, and the materials also like t- are huge, especially when you find jeans. Like I found like my favorite pair of jeans recently, but I bought the same um, from Madewell. Everybody who follows me knows. <laughs> <laughs> Love but then I bought the same exact kind in a different like color. And it didn't fit the same at all because it was made with a different material and I'm going to return that. And I, for a second, I was like, fuck, I'm, I was pissed off because I wanted those jeans, but I knew it wasn't going to bring me joy. So I returned them. Yeah, that's good. Just, I think just recognizing that like nothing is one size fits all, you know, that it's always going to be, it's always going to be things that maybe work for me, don't work for you. And that's okay. And that's, the beauty totally. and the magic of it, right? On top of that, I, I've come to realize that we don't need like a billion different outfit types. Like you can have your like core, you know, silhouette, like you said, like blazer with jeans and a tee. Like you don't need to be like a fashion star. Like the world isn't your runway. Just like do what your thing is that makes you feel good. You don't have to like be top in America's top influencer, (laughs) like with every single outfit. So just like, if you find like sweater and a jeans works for you, keep going. I'm very pro uniform dressing. (laughs) I like to wear the same things over and over again. I recently heard it called an outfit formula. And I was like, I really like that. So, you know, you put together your outfit formula, you got the blazer, the tee, the jeans, a point toe shoe, and you just keep mixing and matching within that formula. I think that that's a good way to think about it. I actually yeah. feel like I emulate your style. Oh, you. Like it is kind of 
how I dress already, but like it, yours works. Maybe it's the bra. <laughs> I don't know. It works. Well, sometimes I, I get up and my husband looks at me. He's like, "You're a fashion blogger." Like I'm. Sometimes I'm just like, "How did how did I get here?" Because like I, I'm just an average gal, like just putting it together, throwing it at the wall, hoping it sticks. So I and I think that's some. It's it, anyone could could try it. You know, I think it, for me, it's like, all right, well. If I'm just figuring it out, maybe you are too, but like, here's maybe the confidence to like, let's figure it out mm-hmm. together. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. This has been an amazing episode. I'm really excited for people to hear this. It makes me want to go get dressed. <laughs> yeah. I usually wear like a, a, a cute sweater on top and then like leggings on the bottom. <laughs> pants are- In the queue, as you say, but thank you so much. Where can people, what do you want people to do? Follow you, read your blog, like t- give us the details. Sure. If you want to come join the party, I would love if you could follow me at Carolyn Morand. And of course, everything's always posted at carolynmorand.com. Would love to have you. And you spell Carolyn. Phonetically makes sense, but finding a keychain is a nightmare. I'll be honest. It's C A R A L Y N. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what my parents were thinking there, but I guess. Say my name is Amy. No, I like it. I like your I name. like it. I think it's the people who invented the other spelling of Carolyn who don't know how to read. Don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Go follow Carolyn. Email us, dsd at betches.com. DM a bitch at Aileen, at Sammy. <laughs> And follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Leave us a review. Please rate, review, subscribe. Diet Starts Tomorrow. If you love our podcast, we would really appreciate it. And as always, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman. And Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.